0: to Minority Corner
1: with an Eke and James the The Wonder Wonder Twins Twins of Podcasting Podcasting. learn, laugh, play
0: it's like Blue's Clues only it's more black, queer and ladylike (laughs) this week on Minority Corner hey lady hey what are we doing? We are going to be talking about teen activists saving the world mm. with their youthful energy and fresh skin. Mm. Mm. What, you, oh, what you, yeah. okay. you are Oh, okay. And the
1: fresh skin. You know, can't Some hurt. Some of them got acne, but oh, it's okay. You know. It's still- um, well, that sounds delightful. I also have been traveling and seeing a lot of different shows, and yeah. events, and experiences. Ooh. I took your homework assignment seriously. I saw a slave play. in well, you actually in, did it. Uh New York on Broadway. I went to the African-American Museum in DC. Oh my and god. I saw Madonna Live. So James travel log! I, I my travel log, I have notes, reviews, and things. I can't wait to break it down to you. And yes. listeners. Oh my god I'm so excited We're also going to be talking about Gina Rodriguez and her dumbass Your best friend Oh I mean dumbass uh, Also Zoe Kravitz is going to be Cat wheel cat, oh, I was going to try to mix the word cartwheeling and catwheeling Together but anyways you'll figure out what that means Later if you haven't already figured it out Yeah uh, and, some other great, and some other great stuff is going down too I'm so excited I think we
0: should get to it Let's do it Alright bye let's go
1: What is (laughs) this? Is this a Halloween episode? What's going on? I'm just getting ready. Um, Know who it is? It's the Pumpkin Witch. Who's the Pumpkin Witch? What is this? (laughs) Don't you know the Pumpkin Witch? I don't know the Pumpkin Witch. (laughs) Yeah, nobody knows the Pumpkin Witch. So I had a very, like, um, you remember when you went with your ladies to the Napa Valley and it was very much like the Wine Country movie?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: I had the gay version of that, whereas a bunch of gays and we went up to uh, upstate New York and went to Red Hook. And oh. I mean What's- you couldn't oh. Red Hook is just like, a, it's not Brooklyn because we got in the car, they're like, we're going to Red Hook. I'm like, we going to Brooklyn? No, we uh, okay. went upstate and uh, just like you couldn't, like, every, it felt like a perfectly cast Netflix special with all the different ah. storylines of like, oh, you know, wow. It just, one person's birthday and then like someone's, you know, grieving over a breakup. And then the, mm-hmm. there's just so the cast of characters, it's all just written there. And as I got in, I was like, oh my God, this feels like at least a Hulu special, if not um but here's a question yeah yeah
0: two specials are released there's a hulu special and a netflix special which is the low budget version
1: Mm, the hulu one they have less money even though they're kind of owned by disney but netflix oh who who knows where netflix gets their money i think it's like mafia money i don't know but
0: interesting
1: okay Um, all all hulu has is the handmaiden's tale that's it you know
0: they got other things too right i thought they Name got tv it. they got all the tv show <laughs> deals and stuff okay.
1: oh uh oh <laughs> <Those things> be- <laughs> they're like a tbs is that what you're saying they're like a usa network i don't know <laughs> okay. i just
0: i was they got just wondering fooled
1: with all their razzmatazz of the t- they're just showing reruns of everybody I mean, else's stuff
0: i watched both of those fire festivals and i would say both are equally
1: as good that's true. Oh, it's true. It is true. Mm-hmm. I'm not doubting you there. Um, but I
0: don't want to take away from the the, the fall time adventures. Yes, okay, fall time adventures that
1: the... you had. And who is the pumpkin witch? So I we went. We it was we couldn't get gear in this like weekend extravaganza. We went to oh my god, a it's all coming back to me this weekend. You, it's like a okay, it's like a rush because there was a lot oh, of wow. tequila, so it was all gone. Because you know I'm on oh, my god, sounds like and, you had a great weekend. It was very good. It was the coming back and getting back to reality that's like, ugh. so oh. I so a lot of ticket, but we also went, we went to like, I don't know what you really call it, but we're there's nothing much to do in upstate New York. It very much kind of starts to feel more like Trump country and land. And mm-hmm. we went to like one of those village roads, sh- what's like the antique road show thing. I,
0: don't, I, I get,
1: like an antique show? An antique show, yes. It was like okay, a thing yeah. to do in the nearby town and village. We had to pay $10 yeah. to get in. And that okay, right. Nekke, tell me why. I'll get to the pumpkin wish huh. in a second, but I first have to walk you through what okay. us, I we ran into one other black person that my friend randomly knew. Like, why was she up there? We don't know, but she's also up there antiquing. And we both had this I, sort of reassuring, like, Oh, thank God you're here. You know, <laughs> we both just really? saw I've each other. Really? I've got
0: family that lives in upstate New York. Like how upstate? I don't know. Like, I mean, just all the, let's just break right, it down for
1: everybody. The whole state of New York is upstate. It's upstate New York. York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a sinking suspicion that maybe your family's like, we're three hours outside of, of, like, we're three hours. We're like in the middle of New York more so. So mm-hmm. my sinking mm-hmm. suspicion is maybe they're like right outside of like this, maybe like Yonkers area or like even. No, White they're Plains. further. Okay. Definitely. Well, mm-hmm. did not see a lot of our our fellow people yeah. where we were at the especially at the antique show. I'll just put it there. Okay. Uh, there we go. So, yes. <laughs> I well, and I, I I would love for your family not to have been there because I don't want them to see what I had to see. What did you I, see? Too, too often that I have to see. Um, the first one I saw it was like they tried to scrub it out, so it was like um the sort of jockey black faced figurines. Yuck. So, but it looked like they were trying to sand it off, but you could still see their hands are like dark. But their face yeah, was like, oh my oh. God. <laughs> you cannot and, refurbish that. That's gross. Yes, but then, and that, at least I appreciated the effort in there. Uh-huh. But I kept going around to booths and booths, and it was just like the ceramic ones with the big lips and the big Why so like the, many? God, good so, grief. Many, I feel like at that point, because then, you know, mom, pa, upstate New York are knitting and standing by their things. And I have a, a visceral vocal reaction to, like, oh yeah. God, what is this doing here? Really? Know. Like, and I so know. some black people n-
0: collect that shit. But, I, I guess i'm not it black burn people, it. But yeah
1: if a black person i mean wants to i'm do it,
0: okay st- if you're black and doing that you know
1: what more power to you but if you are non-black and doing it what's your problem Oh my god. yes what is your problem i it's so then it's just now i'm thinking about like now oh i'm making them feel uncomfortable but i'm also like why is this here i just feel like to me i would probably mm-hmm. put that away and just say yeah, you know what we're not gonna sell these we're not you know what? the time has passed oh, in, you know, sure, it's a hot collector's right. item because there's even less now, but fuck that shit. Yuck. It's uncomfortable. It's a bad scene. And if you're not black, you'd, like, no. You, you can gift it to a Put black it person in a museum. Say, you could do what this you want. What do you want to do with it? You want to burn it? You want to smash it? Boom.
0: Yeah, I mean, keep one in, the mu- in, a, in a museum for posteri- pr- posterity so we don't revisit it, and then the rest can just go up
1: in a blaze of racism fire. Bye. Um... On another note, the pumpkin witch. So, okay. uh, now we all know the story of the pumpkin witch. We it's don't. It's a classic, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So what happened is we saw this old fuddy daddy hat with just like a pumpkin stitch, like an old witch's hat with like a pumpkin mm. on it, just sitting on a chair.
0: <laughs> I mean, that and sounds just- cute.
1: Yeah, but it just was like, it, we devised, it was like this character named the Pumpkin Witch, and we're like, oh. who are you? Who? Everybody knows the story of the Pumpkin Witch. It's like, no, not really. Nobody knows uh. who you are, Pumpkin Witch. <laughs> So we want to do, like the series of these shows and these episodes about the pumpkin witch and she's trying to like make herself a thing, but she's not really a thing. I like that. And she just yeah, hangs like she's out with us. Yeah, like she's literally like, imagine like like uh Frosty the Snowman series just going on and on for episodes, but like nobody knows who the person is. And she's like, right. and she's like, I made everything happen. Like what? Like it's snowing right now. No, it's actually sunshine. <laughs> I did that. You know, that's <laughs> the pumpkin witch. Yeah, pumpkin witch
0: needs to stay up in. <laughs> Upstate New York. <laughs> right. Well, I will
1: say she was not for those figurines. She was very against those. So. Or was she? No, she's not. That's the thing. She never is intentionally intentional. Like if she's racist, it's on accident. Like she's never oh. she's kind of like vanilla is the pumpkin witch. She's never okay. if she brought those figurines, we'd be like, pumpkin witch those are racist. She's like, Oh my god, I had no idea. And she'd burn them. Uh. That's what she would do
0: so she would um, Amelia Bedelia her way into
1: racism that's kind of how she goes yeah so I uh, highly recommend if you're going through the things rally your friends um, yes yeah, stay out of the antique shops stay out of the antique shops but you know I do like I do see the power of like when you are going through some things get together with your friends power of friends mm. of, and if you can get out of this your city your town for 48 hours uh, turn your phone off give it to a friend and just disconnect mm just disconnect yeah no that sounds wonderful
0: <laughs> it sounds like you know it's like nothing beats be having some rejuvenation with some friends like legitimately you know oh, yes i think absolutely. we all get into our own like little silos so yeah
1: that's where the crazy it's starts nice. happening and some fresh air and a little bit of tequila and a little bit of adderall and you'll be good to go you know what there's somebody <laughs> in the news who is not
0: the pumpkin witch because she very much has stumbled her way into racism
1: many times she's the racism witch
0: (laughs) and a witch is because she somehow keeps managing to have people real think that she's not biased have any anti-blackness and Mm. she's done it again
1: our friend, Gina about?
0: Rodriguez. Ooh,
1: f- Good old friend Luce. Jane Luce, the Virgin. Loose on the friend. <laughs> you have made it so I can't enjoy anything with her. I watch a lot of the Hollywood Actress Roundtables, and she's always popping up. And because you have educated me on her, I just roll yeah. my eyes. She always has to like, talk the most. And I'm like, you're sitting to Jane Fonda. Calm down. Let's let Jane talk. I you know. know.
0: I think that's the other thing about her is that she's just so cocky about her shit where I'm like, yo, calm down. You haven't been around that long. When you're Jane Fonda out here getting arrested for protesting against climate change at 81, then maybe... Yeah,
1: right. Uh, she's just always the last she's always has talked the most and always mm-hmm. uh, she even she was one with her Gabrielle Union and Ellen Pompeo and uh um, yep, that one was uh, boss with fucking yes. Ellen Pompeo right cause and Gabrielle Union they both just know so much more than her and they were definitely yes. putting her in her place as much as she tried to talk about like her and again she's the winner of the oppression Olympics every time even though the rest everybody yes. else is like we're not trying to play we're not trying to run this race Gina Rodriguez will win herself some oppression Olympics, where there really are no winners.
0: It's the truth. There's no winners to the oppression Olympics. She needs to hear about this. Whenever there's a black, and the reason that we're going on and on about her, I mean, you can go back in our catalogs and listen, but just (laughs) Just recap. Rodriguez
1: Minority Corner.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it will pop up, but she has been known to do a lot of um, All Lives Matters against people whenever they're talking about black lives and blacks. Mm success um even like when something as stupid as like not stupid but something as fun and silly and pop culture as black panther comes out she'll be like well that's great but where's our um latinx panther movie and a lot of that is doing a razor of afro latinx people which she does yeah. constantly and now she's recently come out posting it on her instagram um Feed, her
1: singing along to the Fuji's saying the N word. Well, also, not only so she's getting, she's in the hair and makeup trailer and she's singing along mm-hmm. to the Fuji's song and she like misses most of the words except like two letters leading, two words leading up to. The, my nigga whatever it is right yeah she's missed most yes. of it but she jumps in manega. like wait what why did you i know why was that the phrase that you knew and had to you say you know why as someone's filming you in for your own instagram like what are you doing what are you doing gina so makes, rodriguez to me, like, she did not think it was a big deal for her to be able to say it is what i'm thinking
0: of course not, because she later on came and gave one of those awful apologies and was like, I'm sorry if I offended you. Ugh,
1: Bitch. The, I feel like there should be a new award, a ceremony for, like, who does the best I'm a sorry if I offended offended you. It's like the new Oscars, because, like, so many people yes. give this speech every year, and I think we should definitely award of, like, who gave, like, the best as like and the worst. Because we hear it because, so like, often, what and the it's, fuck? A ter- it's a terrible apology. I'm sorry if you were offended. Um... It's It's, a joke now. When I think that there's a certain degree, like I think like I do understand the word, like I'm sorry if you're offended because you're like, that wasn't my intention. I feel like it's what you say then after it because I do, I could see how I'm like, listen, I'm sorry if you're offended, Mm. but that wasn't my intention. I think has to be like the next sentence to go over, go through it because if it's just, I'm sorry if you're offended. And it's just like, sorry, you can't take a joke. (laughs) Sorry, you can't handle my bomb ass (laughs) lip syncing.
0: There's that, there is- which is fucked up. But I also <laughs> feel is- like the sorry you were offended, like, a f- the the path to hell is paved with good intentions. Like, it's about understanding that even though you may have had a good intention doesn't mean that, you know, whatever you intended still caused harm. So it just mm-hmm. should be plain, I'm sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. you know I just know that culturally like I've had conversations with my friends who are not American born and in their country I'm sorry like words sometimes sometimes it can be semantics and they just made me realize that for them like they say I'm sorry if you're offended all the time and they really truly do mean the same thing that it is that we're trying to arrive to it just made me think Um, but for Mm -hmm. them it was like that just like and I do understand that sentence of like you know that wasn't You know, my intent, I've been there before and I've hurt someone's feelings. I'm like, oh, that wasn't my intention. I am sorry. And I think Mm -hmm. it's just like sometimes we can kind of get hung up on words, but I don't think that this is what Gina Rodriguez, I saw her performance in that video and it was just sort of like, "Yeah, yeah, you got offended. All right, well, get over it.
0: It was bullshit. And she's known to be flippant like that all the time on Twitter. Like some woman was like, Can you help me with scholarship? I'm trying to get into college and she was like, There's sco or can you help me with money or whatever? And she was like, There's scholarships, let's get researching, Mama Which is like, okay, just She's flippant, and no. I hate that. Flippancy is never a way to interact with the public, and that just kind of layers on the fact that she's anti black over and over and over again in a lot of her statements that she said in the public.
1: Mm. Well, here's the thing with Gina Rodriguez, and maybe she's just not, mm, I don't know, how to say this. I don't want to say this, little being too judgy. I think it'll all come out in the wash. I think, like, if she's not that wonderful. I find that lately, like, the people who have, like, the staying power in the industry are people who are actually genuinely great Beautiful, wonderful people inside and out. And like the Halle Berry's of the world. Like Halle Berry, again, we said this before, mm-hmm. she's not the best actress in the world. But you know what? She's nice as fuck. And that's why she's been able to stick around for so long. And I think that Regina Rodriguez, like think she will get put out in the wash if she if she's not able to just be a better human being. Uh I know. yeah. Uh. You know who oh, is well, an amazing okay. human being and gets a lot of great things who? towards her? Who's fl- who's flipping into our hearts and into our cinemas soon? Who? Zoe Kravitz. She's gonna be doing some cat women car- cat cartwheels, flips, things. What do cat women's do? They do
0: a lot of backflips and okay. meows and shit. I think that she's perfect casting. You no, know what? She no, no, no. Anika, is- you know what I think
1: she is. I think she's perfect. Oh God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. So yeah,
0: cool. I think that she's great. She has like the whole she kind has- of like feline energy. She dies. She's beautiful. <laughs> she's sexy. She's really kind of matured into like this standing on her own you know she yes she's Lenny Kravitz's and Lisa Bonet's daughter but I feel like she's her own entity now
1: you know I she feel like she's literally the like I I don't know ninja blender version of all the other Catwoman versions that we've ever had you know like she's got that Eartha yeah. Kitt thing she's got the Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. little Halle Berry yes. I, yes. she's just I think and it's one of those things in casting news like sometimes you hear casting and you like roll your eyes but hers was right. just like a oh yeah duh like, duh. It's good. like the most perfect casting I've ever I'm even more excited about this movie I, yes because like Robert Pattinson whatever okay sure I'm sure he's gonna yeah. be able to prove I mean he's British so you know they can turn it out so he's and
0: he's I, moody you know he yeah. played a vampire he knows darkness yeah,
1: as vampire. and then Jonah Hill who I think is gonna be the Riddler that's what I'm thinking which is weird I don't know how I feel about that why tell me more
0: I don't know. I feel like... You, you like
1: riddles? They're not yeah, I mean, I like you? a riddle, and I like a riddler.
0: <laughs> but I just, I, for some reason, <laughs> it doesn't fit as well to me.
1: I don't what, know why. What? Really? This is where the buck stops. The Batman, for the Catwoman, the reason, riddler. You just can't get in there.
0: I can't, because the riddler... Okay, here's my thing. Riddle me this. It's like a troll. I, yeah, there's that, and I've Maybe also I've what... watched. Maybe that'll be the One. spin.
1: Like he'll be trolling people on like through social media and that's the Riddler. That
0: would be cool. I'm into that. I like that <laughs> idea. If they t- give it a twist then I'm really into it but here's the thing. Yes. I watched a lot of Riddler like old Batman like oh, Adam yeah. West Batmans. I watched yeah, that. Yeah. Riddler was like spandy suit hopping around backwards flipping <laughs> crazy man. And then also Jim Carrey played the Riddler which was right. also spandy suit jumping around backwards flippity man. And yes. Jonah Hill is funny, but he's very, um... It's a different vibe. He's not, like, rubbery
1: right. funny, you know? Well, I think it's going to be a sad, dark funny. I think the Riddler's going to be I, a sad man. And I think uh, there'll be a little bit of a grotesque twist to it. I don't think it's going to go too dark and brooding as, like, the previous, like, DC movies had been because they feel it really is that formula doesn't work all the way. But I do think right. it's going to have a more of a darker twist and turn to it. I could see the Riddler almost not... I don't think it'll go this far because it's not going to be rated R. Um, mm. But I think it will be mm-hmm. like a murderer type guy. And it's like you've got kind of mm. like the movie Seven when Gwen the Paltrow's head ends up in the in the box. I mean, that's Spoiler. really
0: dark. Well, I don't think <laughs> it's going to be that far. You're just saying that it's not that dark. <laughs> but, and then you pull the darkest movie out of your butt. <laughs> but maybe it'll be like... You're like ooh, it's like, not going to be that scary. It's going to be like, you know, Saw... <laughs>
1: It's not. <laughs> it's but maybe it'll be like, you know, someone's cat collar's in the box, and he's like, riddle me this. What has... You know, and you're like, it's I the pumpkin I guess it's witch. also because,
0: like, I think that just, like, Zoe Kravitz fits the bill for Catwoman so much. Yes. Robert Pattinson fits the bill for Batman so much. And then it's, like, Jonah Hill is a Riddler.
1: I'm kind of like... Huh? I'm telling but you, I'm, be like I'm a curious sad, to see it. Nerdy riddler, Like, a sad Riddler who pretty much take his character from super bad but like to today or just like ew gross like you're such a you know male show we're not here for that like it's gonna be yeah. that's like I think that's what he's gonna be a sad mm-hmm. sack of a curious. man with his riddles <laughs> I am like, we don't curious. want your riddles he's like you're gonna have my riddles
0: okay so speaking of comic books so HBO is gonna have the new the TV show The Watchmen Starring... and I wanted to bring it up oh Regina King I mean baby hello. baby
1: <laughs> and see um, point in playing take note gina rodriguez how long has yet. regina king been in the industry forever For since i was a ever. baby yeah and has not aged a day and she just keeps thinking them. playing roles. a superhero you know now why because she dope and she nice people like her mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. yeah yeah building
0: those connections so check this out remember mm-hmm. a long time ago on the podcast you hear it here first. We're like fucking monumental with our stories. We talked about the um, Tulsa race massacre that happened.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: That's going to be a starting jumping off point for the Watchmen.
1: Wow. You heard it here first. See, good thing the corner kids watch <clears throat> the show because that wouldn't have like, they, I'm sorry, good thing they listen to Minority Corner because then when these things come out into the rest of the world, they're like, oh, I already been. You already in know. Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: And I like that they, when I was reading a review, (coughs) sorry, reading a review about the um, new show, they didn't call it a race riot. They called it a race massacre, which Um, is exactly what we talked about on the podcast. Yes, we did. And so that's playing like a central figure. I think that Regina King's character is connected to it happening it takes place Mm. in like the first pilot episode and then it goes Mm. further that kind of address police brutality and white supremacy and all these different notions that are going to happen in the tv show which exists in the same universe as their original Watchmen comic book it's just jumped years ahead in the future so amazing i think that's going to be interesting yeah so i really wanted to bring it up to let you guys know that we were talking about it
1: Get your HBO, mm-hmm. just when you thought you could cancel it because you were done with Game of Thrones, you better re-sign up. You better re-sign, you better re-sign up. up. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a comic book. I saw The Joker recently. Oh, How,
0: I, What did you think? I've been reading en- about
1: it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was. I'm honest. I'm going to tell you this. I didn't think I was going to enjoy mm-hmm. it at all. And I actually yeah. thought it is mm-hmm. a beautiful film it's an art film huh. it oh, was okay. A, yeah it's very much like it's why it's like premiered at like you know film festivals before anything mm. else like it's really just a beautiful uh movie and it's not connected to anything else in the DC universe and it's not going to be and I think this is a smart movie that DC is doing is a lot of these sort of uh one-off shoots um mm. And it's just sort of telling, like, you really could take the idea of the Joker out of it, and the story mm. still completely works. And it's just a mm. really cool, beautiful story, um, kind of touching on just sort of, like, there's some mental health stuff that's in there. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be more, because I was reading articles that was like, oh, it's more of an attack on PC culture, and I didn't feel that at all. Um I thought oh, kinda okay. interesting. Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. And then uh what is it? Zazie? Zazie Beats? Bates? Yeah,
0: Zazie Beats. She's in She'd it. Be- Nobody
1: really talks about her in it. She is wonderful in it. She is one of the first, I believe, to do the both a DC and a Marvel movie. So I thought that was interesting. What was she well, in the Marvel movie? She did a Marvel Fox movie, so that's a little different. She did was in Deadpool. Domino. Oh,
0: Oh right, Deadpool!
1: I totally mm-hmm. forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed she'll make it over along with Deadpool when they um, merge, because mm-hmm. Disney is going to be stealing some of, you know, Deadpool's such a moneymaker that they'll allow him. Oh, to Oh yeah, over. they don't want to get rid of that, of course. But not. All the rest of you X Men characters, hope you got. See you at the audition line. Oh, it's done. Hope yeah. you <laughs> stuck it. Got, That's. So- <laughs> see see you at the audition pool
0: Sophie Turner yeah
1: yeah I'll I'll see you at the next uh, acting workshop okay girl she's got so much money now she's also married to a Jonas
0: brother so she's Um, gonna just be relaxing Wow. Relaxing and relaxing. She's fucking hilarious, though, All on those, Twitter.
1: The new mutant kids? Hope your movie gets released sometime soon. Wow. I don't know, wow. I don't know okay. why you're throwing so much shade at them. <laughs> I'm <laughs> healing. I'm in a bitter place. I am just doing my best. Oh, this mm-hmm. is exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a show called, coming out called about Black Girl Magic. I think it's called Black Girl Magic. Do you know about this? Ooh. Gabrielle Union is producing it. It's essentially... Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's essentially like three young black girls discover that their uh-huh. family has all this, like, history, like, this magical, like, sort of history, which leads them Ooh. down to magical New Orleans.
0: Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, cha- what channels is gonna be on? NBC. Oh shit, network.
1: Yeah, it's network television. Which, are you sure it's not I like mean... the
0: Peacock streaming plus? <laughs> no, access. It's this is,
1: from what I see so far, <laughs> it's legit on NBC. It's not pay a few extra dollars over here, meet me <laughs> in the speed corner, access <laughs> Alleyland. It's, it's like, where am I? And There's, there's so too many, many like, of them now. Apple plus just released their thing. So if you love Oprah, you got to get on, because I think all the Oprah shows are going to be on there. Like it's. Oh my That's God! Alfred Woodard just teamed up with Jason Moma on a show called C, which I didn't know was a Wait, thing. Wait, what? You didn't Alfred Woodard and Jason Momoma or whatever. Weren't you, weren't we all like this? Is because fans were um, on Twitter saying, Why can't they be on a show together? And ask yes. see? I'm just kidding, that did not happen. That is like literally you reach into a sorting hat and you pulled out two randos. Yeah, no, it's almost like you reach into a sorting hat and you pull out two different actors and like some company that owns something, and you're like, Okay, this company. Apple. I know it's gonna have a streaming service we, led by this male Steve actor. Steve Jason Momoa. Oh, yes, okay, me. And Megan Fox. Okay, great. Exactly. <laughs> and that now we've got same a show. to be. Yeah, or it's same. like, oh, Gatorade has a new platform with a new series uh, mm. <laughs> starring Alicia Silverstone and the Little Girl from Blackish. Exactly. <laughs> so, there it is. Um. So, anyways, no fucking legit, legit. legit I'm into it. it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like we've I we've we've opened up the floodgates enough yes. for the opening. Um. And you ready we'll to get, get to into a things. corner? Yes. I want to get into a corner. Anything else? There's some other things I did want to touch on in this corner, but we'll save it for James's hodgepodge corner of. I was going to say catastrophe because no, but that's a bad oh. word. H- hodgepodge, hodgepodge. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, no, we'll do it okay. after
0: a little bit of my corner.
1: Okay. All I see is Which is, is, teen is
0: written right on now. now.
1: I listen to reading glasses because Bria and Mallory have great tips. My suggestion for book festivals is just go for one day. I listened for the author interviews. I was a huge Goosebumps fan. Oh, yes. <laughs> R.L. Stein was totally my jam. I don't even read. I just like their chemistry together.
0: Literally, if on the back it said, like, this book made me shit my pants, I'd be like, that's. I'm buying this book. Yeah. Like, like, I think the problem with blurbs a lot of times... I like that we both want to crap ourselves <laughs> over books. I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We're Reading Glasses and we solve all your bookish problems every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Give me, give me a teen, give me a teen,
1: give me a teen, teen activist. Activist, hey, give me a teen, give me a teen, give me a teen activist.
0: Yes, teen activist. I mean, children are our future, and we talk shit about teens all the time. But I think now we need to turn it around and talk shit about adults because they're the ones that are literally ruining this world. And there That's are a ton true. of teens that are out there that are trying to save this world, mm. and I wanted to give them a little bit of credit because I mean, fuck it, they are our future. Those of us that are in the, the middle song was right now, a lie.
1: huh? That song was that song was not a lie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we keep thinking that songs be lying. I what know, we know they the they truth. Know. I children believe the children are the future. Are our future? Are I mean, literally, they are our future. <laughs> Oh, that's true, too. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about it that way. I know. it's not just a metaphorical, like, oh, that's pretty. That makes yeah, me feel no, something. No, it's, it's literal. It's a fax. It's I really actually i am not going to lie. I yeah. never thought about that song that oh, way. Oh, no. I was like, that's a beautiful sentiment. You're no, right. Leave them. No, You're they grow right. oh, no, up to they run things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because we'll be gone. I know.
0: (laughs) Okay, so the first one I want to touch on, she has been in the news. She has been all over. She has been talking to the UN. She's been yelling at us all, and I am here for it. I am going to be talking about Greta Thunberg. Mmm. Greta Thunberg is uh, 16 years old and you may know her from calling us stupid at the UN retreat where she basically said that the leaders need to take responsibility and they need to stop destroying her childhood because we need to fix this world. We are literally, as we've talked about many times in the past, um, climate change is a real thing. The earth has probably about 11 years until things start really fucking over. So um, she's out there really leading the charge angrily, forcefully, amazingly the way that a young girl should, doing everything that like is told young women should not be doing. She is not smiling. She is not being polite because this is a serious thing. And I really appreciate her vim and vigor
1: all about it. Her what? Vim and Vigor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I know. I have, it's been a while since I've heard of that one. Used I'm bringing in it sentence, back. So I'm leaning to, into okay. my old
0: age right now because we're talking yes, about teens. So
1: yeah, Vim and Vigor.
0: Um, <laughs> she is a Nobel Peace Prize nominee. That's how much people are taking the thing. And the thing is, I. Is
1: that recent? Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. She was just nominated. Um, she's doing all the things that she can personally herself. Like she came over to the United States by boat because it leaves less of a footprint on the earth. Like taking a plane does. And that Um, takes like
1: about a week.
0: Yeah. It takes a long time, but she's, you know, she's doing it. Um, She's also a proponent talking about being um, having Aspergers and how it, it mm-hmm. she sees it as beneficial and not a crutch because it allows her to not deal with social niceties. And you know what? Mm-hmm. for me to hear that, I was like, you, I really appreciate that because, yeah, you know, a lot of people think like, oh no, autism, but she's like, no, I see this as a positive thing, and right. I think that she should remain a role model to all children and adults because we need to one take her seriously uh that that's the thing that i'm I'm mostly afraid of with all of these um teen activists is that we think oh they're cute yay good job and then we go on and still toss garbage into the street when no we need to actually be taking them seriously and listening to what they have to say
1: True. Yeah. Also, too, I think she's such a role model. I think you're just saying this earlier, but people that do have, you know, things like Aspergers or whatnot, Mm -hmm. and also for us to be able to in the line for those of us who don't maybe deal with someone who um has that to be able to understand. I don't know. Helps again to visibly understand and reconnect, and it's a beautiful thing. I think that human evolution is a beautiful thing, and I think um I've always had this theory that I think there's a rise in you know homosexuality and queerness when there's Mm -hmm. for popular like it happens with animals. When there's too many mm-hmm. penguins, there becomes more homosexual penguins. Perhaps, mm-hmm. like, we need all these different kinds of people to maybe help balance out. I think I can learn from her mm-hmm. because she's able just to cut through. I think sometimes maybe I have too many of these sort of niceties and stuff. So, like, she yeah. inspires me to, like, all right, just cut yeah. through, cut and through, say the... what
0: you got to say. Exactly, get through the bullshit, through the bullshit. let Greta. Mm-hmm inspire you for that and also let's really start putting pressure onto the corporations to do some some conservation because yeah while all of us are doing our part to save the earth individually we're doing things which is great and that adds up to a lot of money and being saved and a lot of earth being saved but these big corporations, these big factories, all of these different places can actually put major change to it. So really mm. put force on legislation which Trump is rolling back, really mm. like lean into our leaders to to fix this shit because it's it's the 1% that is literally driving this world into its graveyard just for profit. All right. Yeah. So now on to some people that you may have not heard about. Um, okay. There's Katie. I surprise you. Yeah. Oh, you mean Katie Eder? She is 19. Who's she? She is the executive director of the Future Coalition, which is the largest network of youth-led organizations and youth organizers across the country. Damn, Katie! I know she organized two climate strikes, and she aided in the formation of hashtag All Eyes on Juliana, which was a campaign. Which um, I don't really
1: know what that is. It doesn't really
0: explain it in here, but yeah. look it up on Twitter.
1: <laughs> that's what your that's what your hand computer is for. We can't we can't Katie and I and Anika can't do it all for I know you. You got to
0: do some work. Um, so she was inspired. <laughs> Um, into environmental justice after she read al gore's an in um an inconvenient truth way back when yeah. she was in the sixth grade so okay. she's been doing this shit so sixth grade is what 12 so yeah. she's been doing this for seven years now which is a longer than half of us been doing this so <laughs> let's really give her Like, let's stop saying teens are wishy-washy and go through phases, because some of them find their callings early, and they really stick with it and make huge changes. Yeah. I know, it's great.
1: Well, also, to her credit, I mean... I'm how many years older than her? Like a couple. Um, No, several more more than that. But (laughs) when I was in college in 2007, I saw Al Gore give the Inconvenient Truth presentation live. Mm -hmm. And didn't nearly do nearly as much of work you as you lived has your done. life. So you went on I you know, it did make me think about some things and I turned yes. off some lights here and there and you know, I believe that global warming is a real thing. I'll even call it by its name. Yes. None of this none of this climate change, which is like a rebranding of the thick global warming. That's uh-huh. literally what happened, you know. Right, right. I right, will right. call it by its original name. Okay. Global motherfucking warming. But to, just to throw up, you know, to her I mean Yeah, to Katie. Did, Great stuff. Yeah, at 12. Good job to Katie. Oh, and it was... Uh, the I, All Eyes on Juliana was June 4th hearing for our children's... Um, it was a climate lawsuit. It was Juliana v. United States was heard mm. before the U.S. Court of Appeals in the Ninth Circuit in Portland, Oregon. To show the government that we are watching as it tries to deny the rights of young people in court, they did hashtag All Eyes on Juliana, which was a live Vimeo of them videoing what was happening on the court case.
0: Nice, I love it. Activism! That is Katie Etter. So next up we have Jamie... Also
1: the hashtag hashtag literally has those googly eyes. You know the ones that we always use? Oh, where
0: they look. All eyes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The teens know how to use an emoji, man. They know. I've never seen an emoji so effective except for eggplant and sexy talk.
0: So true. Okay, so... Jamie Margolin, who is 17... Jamie is the co-founder and co-executive director of Zero Hour, a movement um, dedicated to giving a voice to Generation Z on climate change. Margolin believes that the key to all justice is climate justice. Um, She um, or they told Teen Vogue that correctly solving climate change means dismantling all the systems of oppression that caused it in the first place. So um, Mm. since... Um, founding the movement in 2017 Zero Hour has organized several actions including lobby days, protests, and becoming a full-fledged
1: organization
0: she's wow. 17 and she did this shit that's amazing
1: great, I'm like what did I do with my life but thank you for inspiring us adults as well, also Ineke, Mm-hmm. what happens after in like 10, I don't know how many more years do you have left? but well, after like 10 years and Generation Z is like all mm-hmm. present and accounted for. What mm-hmm. do they call the generations? I don't know. I mean, we we just we started
0: it at X, so it wasn't like <laughs> Which, there's like, been like a for ourselves Z. For-
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll start at X, great, so and we'll then probably we kind have of another rebranded name. and rebranded Y halfway through. We're like, just kidding, they're millennials. And I then he's like we're back at Z. <laughs> this <know>. is confusing. <laughs> I
0: know. It's something. A name's gonna pop up, and people are gonna okay. be into it. And
1: Maybe we'll go back to, like, naming it, like, a thing. Like, it's, like, the Baby Boomers. Probably. Like, you know, a thing. Yeah.
0: And the honestly, greatest
1: generation.
0: Generations weren't even really a thing until the generation that went to war. Uh I World see. War Two. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I also feel like the generations are kind of spinning a little faster than they're giving credit for. So... Who knows? And
1: also, too, I don't want to go too far off in putting my Coney conspiracy hat thing on, but I do think mm-hmm. g- like naming and defining generations is a great way for businesses to sell their oh, products. Oh, inter- like Between TV shows and the things yeah. that they're trying to sell, Like it's identifying target generations and naming them and branding yeah. them, identifying who they are and what they are. Like I mean, I you know that baby boomers were called the Pepsi generation, so yes,
0: you're right yes okay (laughs) okay so next up we have nadia nazar 17 is the co-founder co-executive and art director of zero hour so nadia nazar is also works with um with jamie margolin so together two 17 year olds are running the zero hour which is amazing i love it who
1: run the world these two 17 year olds yeah you know,
0: basically <laughs> so together they um led a three-day event that centered on climate change activism in dc Um, so for Nadia she said that animals first inspired her involvement to fight for climate justice and she's quoted in saying when I learned about how species are being pushed to extinction due to climate change I knew I had to take action so she's also a dedicated vegetarian she believes in Mm. believes industrial animal um, agriculture is an overlooked aspect of climate change movement explaining that the industry accounts for 14.5 percent of the greenhouse gas emissions in the atmosphere so she's leading you with the facts dog wow wow, i know so she's helping to organize the dc youth climate strike this year and she has also become the maryland state lead of the u.s youth climate strikes um there was a summit that took place this past summer in miami
1: Ooh, bienvenido a Miami. (laughs) So anytime I hear Miami, I have to jump into that Will Smith song, Miami. I I mean, it's a good song. It's not not bad.
0: Don't be sad about that. That's that's (laughs) a good one. Don't apologize for that. I like that song. Um, Okay, so this one, ooh, this one is really exciting because it connects with my last corner that I did. So there's Isra he. He or she, who is 16 and has a deep passion for changing the world, got got involved in climate justice in high school when she had the opportunity to learn more about Earth and its environment. Um, She's also, since then, she's joined fellow teen activist Haven Coleman in co-founding and co-executive directing the U.S. Youth Climate Strike this year okay. which was huge remember a lot of a yeah. lot of kids walked out and a lot of this was a lot of credit was given to greta about the youth climate strike but isra mm-hmm. he or she is one of the co-executive directors of it don't hear about mm-hmm. her um right. thousands of people across the world i remember seeing it all on tv it was beautiful and here's how she's connected her mother is congresswoman Ilhan Omar.
1: Well, hello. Hello. I know
0: who I talked you know, about. As you, were,
1: as you were talking about this, it just made me think like, oh my God, remember all of these names because these, mm-hmm. they literally are our future in yeah. many ways because these folks are already getting involved at such an early age exactly. and I think that is like... I mean, the social media is a hydra of... It's got many wonderful things and some other terrible things about it, too. But what it does is that it does allow for youth... And celebrities have direct access to having conversations with other people. I love like, it. Um, celebrities will often say that they like again, there's not as much actually as many tabloids and paparazzi as there once was because celebrities have now direct access for good or for bad, Gina Rodriguez, to mm-hmm. be able to communicate and connect to people directly, you know? But it's also like how you use it. And same thing with kids, like you hear about these kids who are like losing jobs because they have all these like, you know, weird. Blackface pictures, uh, uh, yeah. you know. But then you also have these right. kids who are doing these really, really amazing, amazing things. Yes. So like anything technology? It's a tool. We're in the middle of the social media. It's a new industrial revolution, right? Exactly. It's a, techno- a new. It's. I think they said this like the fourth or the fifth uh-huh. um, industrial revolution that we're experiencing. Oh wow! Um, and and so. And yeah, because technology is literally reformatting and figuring everything that we do, even how we connect to other people. And so it's just really inspiring to see these kids doing it. And that, of course, Alon Omar's—you know—future, what, president of the United States, right there. Like, it's in her blood.
0: I know. That's why it's like I—I I don't give much credit to people being. I mean, I do and I don't. Whereas, like, a lot of people it's like, oh, these kids are just posting whatever, you know, like they're just kids. A piece to me feels like. Um, I learned my lesson. I've stopped posting mm-hmm. dumb shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like you kind of grow up in the environment that you are, and you also use the tools. Like you said, you use
1: these tools for good instead of for bad. Yeah. So, Well, I, I think we as a culture have to evolve on some of our puritanical ideas as well in terms of like, listen, everyone's going to have some – a penis or a video. Oh, I don't care about that. Video. Totally. But there was a girl who lost, a woman who lost a job recently because of, like, a sexy bikini photo that she That's had dumb. posted. No. And, and I forget the exact company. Uh, then the company then reposted mm-hmm. her picture and said, we're looking for someone more professional. Or essentially, like, reposted That's the picture that cr- she had. That's That's dumb. like business trolling, No. right? That's I'm too talking much, about so the sh-
0: the the people who are putting out racist content or bigoted content out into the yes. world, like yeah. Okay, so going yeah. into more of our successful youth of America, we have Alexandria Villasenor, who is fourteen. Okay. And why do you say that? That's amazing. She's 14. No, I know.
1: I just. <laughs> I didn't know that you could hear my. Wow. Sadness. This is the reason why I'm doing this
0: because all you old people out oh there God, need to look at right. these young like, people. Okay,
1: calm down, 14-year-old. Great. No, you know what I was doing? You need to Being uplift these 14-year-olds. Right. Support what, them. If someone had uplifted me, then who knows where I would be. You Take know? yourself out of the narrative for this one. <laughs> it's hard, Anake. It's hard. hard. I'm going through it right now. Wow, Dude, I am really so good. glad.
0: You just really validated me doing this corner right now. I'm really glad I'm doing this because... Because we gotta really support our teenagers.
1: We really do. Who's supporting me? You're right, okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting out of my fog. But sometimes you realize you're in your mid-thirties and you're single and alone, and you're like, what are you doing with your life? And then, you know, this kid's doing everything and they have their entire future ahead of themselves. What do I have, and I can't, What do I have? You can support the youth in
0: your life and be that for somebody.
1: I am. You can be. Hey, I do. Hey, I run uh, theater workshops. Why are we LGBT talking about you, you right now? <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. We need to talk about Alexandra Villasenor. Oh God, so right. Okay, yes, go on. Okay. You're right. Okay, message heard. Yep, got All it. Right. Who we have next in that game? can't wait to hear. Alexandra
0: Villasenor is 14. Go girl. And she is yes. known for doing individual protests outside of the Woo. U.N. on Fridays. Got it. Okay. She has also been in solidarity with Greta Thunberg. And she um, is the founder of Earth Uprising, an organization dedicated okay. to fighting climate change. She, um, so she started her activism after the devastating campfires in California. Um, Mm -hmm. when she was up here visiting her family and I'll tell you from somebody who lived through both years, two Mm -hmm. years back to back um, big old forest fires that decimated towns and Mm -hmm. communities and what did I do? I complained about the air being annoying and then now what am I doing? I'm complaining that PG&E is doing ruling blackouts so oh Mm boohoo. Am I out here protesting? No. But Villa Senor is and I'm very proud of her Mm -hmm. for taking that so she wrote I have asthma and for my safety my family had to send me back to New York City when I returned I began to research the connections between climate change and wildfires and learning that wildfires are burning longer and hotter because of climate change um I also saw Greta's COP24 speech, and I thought that world leaders would take action to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. When they didn't, I was upset, and it was on the last day of COP24, December 14th, that I began my strike at the UN. Whoa. Snaps! To Alexandria Villasenor, who is pissed and is doing something about being pissed. I love that these kids are pissed. I like an angry kid that is post using their anger
1: in a positive way. Not just like an angry kid who's just like everything sucks and yeah. that's stupid. Like, like shut up, catcher
0: something. in the rye. Who gives a fuck? What did you do? Are you out there protesting climate change, no. holding Caulfield? No, yes. just complain about meanwhile- people being phonies.
1: <laughs> meanwhile all these same kids are still being tormented by the same hormone monsters that the rest of the everybody else has been too right s- been getting caught up on big mouth and oh, yeah, when yeah, accurate yeah. portrayal teenagehood. I know. But yeah, good. like mm-hmm. I, imagine doing all of that like instead I just was like oh my parents don't understand me and crying in my pillows and the stain and these kids are doing something.
0: Exactly. Actually like protesting making holding adults accountable which is something that oh. we adults need to do to ourselves and I got yeah. one more for you. Okay. Bring one it. more. So this is the Flint water crisis has been going on for <gasps> Five years now still flint still going. does not have clean water and i'd mm. like to point out this 11 year old activist her name wow. is mari kopany she is known as little miss flint and way back when when she was eight years old she wrote to barack obama president obama my president your are a president mm-hmm.
1: my president
0: If he would come and meet with her and the other citizens of Flint, Michigan, um, because they're in the middle of a water crisis, he did that. Um, He came and visited the city, and he signed off on $100 million to help repair Flint's water system. But she Mm -hmm. has continued her activism. Um, She's handed out hundreds of thousands of water bottles to families she has um been a women's march youth ambassador she has donated Mm. backpacks and school supplies to the children of flint and since Mm. this is the the it's still five years and the water crisis still has not been fixed she is still right. out there doing as much protesting as she went for. She started off super cute with her little sash, Little Miss Flint. Now she's angry. She has she's out there sitting there with her protest sign that says Flint, Michigan has been without clean water since April twenty fourth, two thousand fourteen. She's at Little Miss Flint, no longer cute because it's it's still not fixed. She's yeah. holding adults accountable. And there's a great article in Elle magazine that I will link that is a full-on close-up on her because she's somebody that I think that we need to pay attention to because she's been doing this for five fucking years. And she is still only 11. Yeah,
1: at the end of the day, still Mm -hmm. only motherfucking 11. And she's doing it.
0: So I just want to tip my hat to Mari Kopani. Because you, girl, are definitely our future. And I think we need to uplift yeah. black little girls, too, especially those that are doing all of this work because they usually get kind of overlooked. So mm-hmm. definitely wanted to have her be the last on my list of yes. all of these youths that are making that. Mama Neke proud and okay. can't wait to see how they will save us. <laughs> because we old asses need to do some work too, myself included. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we ma- we are married. And how's the
1: ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good.
0: (laughs) We talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread. We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There was one... Weather? (laughs) One time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes, and it just really blew my hair back. (laughs) So check us out on MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy, is what all the iTunes reviews say. (laughs) They will now.
1: The reviews are in. The reviews are in. What? Last time we left off, I was like, go see this. Play. I went to go see Slave Play. I yes. did because it kept coming into my orbit, and I'd already right. seen Underground Railroad Game and I'd heard them yes. being very sort of comparable. And so I had a date. Okay. I went on a date to Slave Play, which I don't know if it's the mm-hmm. best date play, but um, yeah, I don't
0: know. I feel like that might be awkward.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, but then you're like, I want to share this experience with someone. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, pick yeah, the yeah. right person. And they seem to, it was like nothing they'd ever seen before because they don't have that in their country. Um, the play yeah. is the wild. So it was already... Um, <laughs> so it's Robert O'Hara and Jeremy O'Harris, and mm-hmm. in some ways it kind of so let me I'm just gonna spill as much as I possibly can so there's three different vignettes of scenes and it kind of starts off where it seems like there's this you know the slave woman and then this white master and uh, Rihanna's right. work 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 starts being played and she starts doing some oh. like you know some twerk dancing and then the slave master oh. yeah slave master comes out and sees it and then he's like then there's a game of cat and mouse between them long story Long, they end up just like fucking like crazy. And so, wow. but the stage is really cool because it's all mirrors. And so, oh, I'm sitting up in the balconies, but you can see the reactions to everybody else in the audience the entire time. And as oh, wow. my date had pointed out, he's like, there's all old white people here. And it's like, mm hmm. Yes. Mostly all, That's old. That's the theater. White people. Yes. Although there were some tickets being like uh, saved for, uh, you know, I wouldn't say specifically black people, but. Yes, uh up in like the 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 more cheaper seats Um, mm. Yeah. So we were there, but maybe it's not in the mm-hmm. front rows all the time. So then mm-hmm. there's like another scene where it's like a um oh, she's like an old rich white lady. Like in okay. back in the day times. you know? Yeah, not yeah, like yeah. daytime yeah. television, but back in the day day. And then she's got her Ante-Bella. like you know, Yes, that's exactly the word I'm looking at. And, and this is, the, the the play is supposed to be the anti-antebellum time. And okay. so then like he comes out and she's like, when it's sort of like cat and mouse and tongue-in-cheek sort of thing that's happening, right? There's a lot of humor yeah. that's in it. And so she just, wants him to, she just wants him to have sex with her, right? And she's like, play yeah. that fiddle. And then she has this very sexy outfit underneath that she, you know, rips off and reveals. And it's all sort of like fun. You're like, what's going on? This is weird. What's happening? Okay. Yeah, and then taboo. Another, yeah. So there's another scene and they each take place on different sides of the stage and they get sort of real they get like wheeled out or like they get wheeled away back behind the oh, mirrors. Oh, interesting, like a tableau. Yeah. Yes. And then another scene comes and it's like a, you know, uh, oh, this time it's like a a white slave guy and then a black like slave like he's been hired, like he's not the slave master but he's like the slave master's lackey and then it's like a, a poor oh. white a poor white person. So it's a, re- a little bit of a reversal. And Interesting. Then there's a thing of like, you know, oh, you can only talk to me like that from the white guy, but you can't touch me. But then they and all of these scenes, they all end up fucking and like having sex or whatnot, you know, and then it turns out like what's happening. And it turns out that they're all part of this like psych social experiment.
0: Oh, so it takes place in current day
1: what you didn't know that but you kind of had a feeling you're like what's going on da, da, da. and then the second yeah. scene essentially is all of them in their group they're all in a group therapy session and that there's these two women one black and one white, like Latina but you don't realize she's Latina until later Um oh. and she they're running this sort of uh therapy session for people who are having somewhat issues essentially a lot of the plot is talking about um it's using like our past and like slavery times as a Vehicle to talk about sex and power dynamics. Um, ah, wild. I think. Yeah, and it's weird because it's the second play that I've seen that it's kind of using slavery as a way to talk about sex and power dynamics, which I didn't I really know, realize. what the
0: hell? It's wild. I don't know why it's, like,
1: manifesting this way. But I will say something that, like, I was... I didn't have a lot to say directly afterwards, Um, but I was definitely mm-hmm. processing things, and I think it did... Like, something that did come up for me is that I actually sometimes do have issues... <sighs> it's. I do sometimes have issues having sex with like a white guy sometimes especially if it's like an older white guy because that does come into mm. my head about there's the ancestors and the power dynamics and things like that oh, and so that interesting. And I, for me the play bubbled up a lot of things that I've never vocally expressed to anyone let alone my own self um, interesting yeah and one of the characters that was in the gay relationship like he doesn't it also talks about gentrification because one of the black guys, like and also like who passes like one of the guys, you know, he's black, but he's half white, and how mm. black people view him, how white people view him. So it's like it was a lot of different issues and stuff that, that's happening. Um and what different people needed for their sexual sexuality to be healed or to be able to mm. go for it at a forefront. And you know, the British guy mm. in the very end really gives the black woman the full on fucking power fantasy in the very end, but maybe he went too far. It's oh complicated and crazy as fuck so i wish i had oh, a more wow. clear-cut thing to be able to say to you on my homework assignment and i don't interesting um huh. but it was very it's i couldn't believe it's on broadway like the my date couldn't believe it's on broadway either you're gonna see a lot of fucking and a lot of ass and a lot of interesting conversations oh that are happening um oh. yeah so, which one was better I think I would definitely think Slave Play was much better. I think in, I think they both were trying <laughs> to have the same conversation and Slave Play yes. had the conversation better. I was still ah. left feeling somewhat uncomfortable but I felt the conversation was handled better maybe because there were six characters we to have the conversation through uh, and it had yeah. it's a very convoluted conversation and I like that there was like the, the gay couple there but all of them were these interracial couples um, and I think mm. that there are different things that are like, I think we mm-hmm. all if you're in an interracial couple like it pops up into your mind of you know oh, yeah. the ancestors like it comes and so i've never actually seen that conversation played out on stage before and and, and also too, just like again like just sex di- sexual dynamics as well and power dynamics yeah and there's a lot of you know bdsm that's also happening in there and so the psychological stuff that's happening there and when you lay it over mm. with slavery mm. very interesting mm.
0: Interesting. Which is but that is, why is very interesting. Once, when yeah. I was
1: having sex with a guy and he wanted to do this, like, master slave, using the phrase master slave. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do it. BDSM. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: too much history layered over yeah, it. It I,
1: is too weird. He's like, Can I call you master? I'm like, Not me. Um, let's use different yeah, no. words. <laughs> Daddy? Sure, I'll do that.
0: Yeah. You can oh, call no, it. See, yeah. I can't do that one because it's just other stuff. But, sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you know, everybody has words Everyone mean has things, things, man. Yeah. My <laughs> fuck. Yeah. But that's interesting because um it's jeremy o harris who's the writer right mm-hmm. he's yeah. like talk of the town right now so i was just there's been like a lot of hype about him so i was just like curious about like this is the main play that everybody's like really into so i think yeah. the woman the black woman in it is tayona paris who has been she was in mad men she was in a lot of other things too so She is phenomenal,
1: phenomenal in it. Like, it definitely haunted me, and I appreciated the ways that it did. And again, with Underground Railroad Game, I just did not feel comfortable with how they went about (laughs) doing it. (laughs) Um, With this one, I, like, it was disturbing, but I didn't feel like disrupted I felt like huh I, I felt I felt yeah. safe in the way that we had the conversation I think mainly because the second act is just them and group therapy so we're all just kind of uh, talking about it and so I felt like I was part of a conversation of us talking about it and again it's also there's oh. so many many layers of they were talking about layers of relationships and being in a, in a relationship mm. and like sex and like you know why some people can get it up and why some people can't like there just was so many layers they and really just broke really, it down really fitting for me and it's not gonna be everyone's cup of tea but I did I enjoyed the ride that I had I went on it um interesting yeah. so really you happens to be in New York and it's still playing definitely check it out um okay on two other random um, notes I, I did go mm-hmm. to the African American Museum in DC yeah I was
0: gonna say this is
1: like James's travel log so <laughs> yeah tell me <laughs> so I would, I went to the African American <laughs> Museum and I did not make the mistake that my friend made. So what was that? He, when he went, he was like, "Wow, I couldn't believe that they really just started it in modern times and didn't talk about anything oh. of the history about it." Oh, so like, he oh, didn't you go. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you got to go down four four levels. There's an elevator. You go to the African American oh, no. Museum. It goes oh. back in time. He just and then only we'll went. To- <laughs> to the modern. He just started on the like zero floor and went up four floors and was like, "Oh, okay, there's a lot of like modern, you know, African American <laughs> no. art and like oh, basketball and <laughs> artists and painting." Oh, but
0: no. I if mean, you that's go down, uplifting.
1: <laughs> yeah you have to go so to down it's eight floors the thing is eight fucking floors wow And I, uh, yeah so I went you could ride the elevator you go all the way down and you go through history and I think as soon mm-hmm. as I got down to the second the I mean the very first you know ground zero floor I definitely felt yeah. this wave of it's something physically also just going down as well yeah. it's just a really yeah. well done uh, museum just going down in the history of it I love that um,
0: yeah, can I be I honest
1: just, yeah,
0: I'm. I would be. I mean, I would do it, and of course, I'm gonna like do it next time yeah. I find myself there. But I'd be kind of scared to go to the first floor. It's a lot of the f- pain. Like, you,
1: do you mean ground zero? Like, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I found it. You know, I found it very cathartic because I never. Yeah. We've never gotten to see our story told like this. We don't get to see it collectively told this way. And it it hurts and it's it's but it's also really well done. And also seeing Mm. all the different faces that are there. Like it's not just black people, but like every everyone's really quiet and very respectful and it's very busy. Mm. We were there on like a Monday at like 10 a.m. or like noon and it was very still busy and this is off-season times as well and so I just appreciate oh, wow. there's so many people there and there's so much information and just kind of going through the history and it ends very fucking mm. like yeah like it still like ends you oh, see good. how much that we've overcome and we've gone through yeah and especially for myself no, i, I was there it. with a person who was not u.s born they live you know they're european and getting yeah. I think a lot of people. They, they get this idea, they see our TV shows and they see like, they see a certain view right. of America and they don't see, you know, some people are, will often say of like, well, why do you let your histories, you know, hold you back? Like I've had people who like over <laughs> European or people of color over in Europe or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand like our history is different than other people's histories. And I think people always, have to our, I
0: mean, point. our history is literally, it's, it's, it's unique the reason why. Yeah. It's, completely unique to be African American is to be African American like there yeah. is no other there's I mean of course the African diaspora has similar aspects in like the Caribbean and stuff like yeah. that but it's still uniquely ours and it's still woven into the fabric of how America works yes. today like we
1: can't yes. ignore slavery you
0: know in- like the
1: impacts of that like we had it existing here physically on this land for 400 plus right. years and then reconstruction and mm-hmm. Jim Crow law and also the impacts mm-hmm. of things like blackface and all of these sort of things that it's again so woven that no other country, another nor other culture around the world has that same right experience. And it, and it's exactly. again like you have to. I'm never saying like be um, enslaved or be uh, so. Your history doesn't have to define who you are, but we have to look no. back so that way we can move on from it. It's important for everyone yes. to get on the same page. So that's what I was trying celebrate, to explain. celebrate, acknowledge it. Yes, that's what I was trying to explain to sometimes deaf ears, but you can only do what you can do. Um, Here's my and, other weird question. Yeah, yeah.
0: Do they use, like, human-sized replicas of people like you know no, when you go to it, <laughs> okay no
1: not at all that's a good question you know it's what a i mean of- like when you yes. go to oh, see. a it seems creepy like <laughs> animatronic and like the eyes not working or, and it's like here it it's like not, let me tell you about know? my story and it's yeah no <laughs> It's a lot of, like, there's, like, the Shaw of Harriet Tubman. It's a lot of just, like, things oh, okay. that they've been, they've been able to piece from history. And it's a lot of just, like, really well done sort of um, artistic oh, graphics cool. or or paintings. <laughs> like or just a lot of great, like, you're honestly just reading, like, a lot. It's a lot of reading. Um, it's a lot that's of pictures. That's fine. I like that. There's yeah. Some was- vi- there's some video. It's a lot of visual stuff on walls because, again, a lot of this history, like, is gone, you know, where it's been yes. not, or it's been burned, or it's been like, how are we able to keep track of our own histories, you know? So it's a lot right. of just sort of created man- stuff. But as you start getting moving through time, or like a lot of blown up articles, or um, pictures, or um, stories from, you know, that were able to survive the times of like right. or a replica no, of cool. someone's uh, cabin that they had created once they were See, I fucking uh, free love after reconstruction. Replicas. They a did a replicas. replica cabin.
0: I love that shit. Yes. <laughs>
1: They also have an actual, like, um train car from uh, Segregation Ooh. Days. And you can see you walk through it. And you there's a lot of, like, audio stuff. It's like, See, <laughs> that's fucking
0: fascinating. I like that. <laughs> and but like I the, hate it when they have, like,
1: a person in there. You yeah, know? There's a <laughs> lot like, of that. Huh? They, have stat- okay. they have statues, <laughs> like, bronze statues of different people okay. and stuff. Really cool All things right. written on the walls in different ways. There is an Emmett God, Till I Memorial. Go. So, Emmett Till Memorial. The line was too long, so we didn't go in. Um... Mm. And you walk through. I actually did the reverse what my friend. did. I just actually went through all of the history of the uh, the bottom four floors, and I didn't do the other stuff. Um, because ah, I it's a, it's a lot, it's a and lot. I felt like my, it literally does bring you from you know, like the when slavery first landed, transalactic, whatever, yeah, all the yeah. way to literally 2019. So, I oh. Black Lives Matter, Barack Obama, like wow, it took me through good. all of, I went, we went, go through all of it. So for myself, I felt like I had kind of experienced yeah. what I needed to experience. From um,
0: it, so. I have another question. Yeah. Do black people get in for free?
1: Everyone gets in for free. <laughs> so, That's right. See, well, I mean, you could have just said Yes. Oh, okay sorry yeah but that's actually the great thing about dc all of the museums yeah. are free your tax dollars that's at work so question. Um, especially <laughs> black people getting for free and we get we get a hat okay <laughs> and a little pennant we get a hat and a pennant so make sure you black and you there just get some I reparations when you get some
0: reparations
1: lord had a pennant i yeah I you know and I also saw Madonna and she's doing her thing. Uh, You know what,
0: Madonna? She. I will (laughs) say her
1: concert. They don't. They you have to. They confiscate all the phones, or they put the phones in those things. You can't Mm. video anything in the concert. It's a very. It was a very intimate experience with Madonna. A very intimate experience. Like I think in this like. Thousand person opera house. It was a th- yeah. I Thousand person opera house. I'm on the floor, like maybe six or seven rows back. Like, uh-huh. it was a very intimate experience with her. Like, I will when say. When you
0: say that, what do you mean? Like, do you see her
1: vagina? Like, what's going on? Like, I like what? I see her it's vagina so... from where I was. Um, <laughs> I mean, I her was that so close. So intimate. <laughs> <It was laughs> very, I don't know how else to put it. You but, keep like, repeating intimate. So, like, <laughs> what's happening? It was like the size of the Castro theater, but smaller. Oh wow! Yeah, does that make sense? So like, yeah, that's good. That, but even more intimate. If I can. stop <laughs> it, <laughs> this is an intimate evening with Minority Corner. Why? Like we're doing it this; is. they're getting up close and personal. They can feel our breath on oh, their title ears. of episode. Yeah, <laughs> so, but one thing I will say, I love Madonna. I think she puts on an amazing, great show. I okay. loved her. I love her arena tours more because she just really puts on a party. I, I yeah. came there Tuesday. I came there Tuesday night, ready to party. I was like, okay, we got to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. oh, are we at an opera house? Oh, okay. Oh no, no. You could tell like the gays were there, decked, ready to party, and then like the. I don't know. It more was, straight people there who were just like we're going to the opera house to watch Madonna in a very intimate you setting. Think so like, <laughs> didn't get the memo because I guess it's also Tuesday night. Like she did like a three week. Oh, she's yeah. doing like residency. She's only going to like 10, 15 cities, and she's there for like three weeks. So What's
0: word going to on? the Why wise. She doing this?
1: Yeah. Well, because she's like doing a new thing. She's like, oh, I can't do an arena, but she probably she really honestly think could. But I think it's easier yeah. to try to sell out like uh, like a smaller little opera house venue spaces. She I think that makes sense leans heavily on her latest album so if you don't know her like no. learn up on her yeah <laughs> I was like man, I need to just do the hits like I really she doesn't and give she a fuck
0: anymore she's, she's like I'm Madam X I'm doing
1: this shit. yeah I'm like damn I'm, I know those two or three songs that I listened to before I got here um <laughs> So, word of the wise, if you're going to go watch her, please know that new album. She does this fundraiser that she, like, takes a photo of her, I don't know, vagina, or, like, it's a, or her face, oh I don't know, something. And she's, like, uh-huh. she's got to auction it off, and if she doesn't get enough money, she just doesn't give it out to anybody. And there's no, and she's only taking what? cash. She's taking cash, and like there was not enough money fundraising. People were like, I have three thousand dollars. She's like, Not enough. And then she starts performing. She moves on from the auction as she's sitting on oh someone's lap. Uh, and I'm like, You know, again, not that far away from like any it. of this action that's happening. Um, I but <laughs> there were, uh, one thing I do appreciate they confiscated mm-hmm. everyone's phones, went into these little bags things. Uh-huh. They said the same uh-huh. thing for the Black Panther red carpet, so um, uh-huh. you couldn't like, so you had to be there. And it's nice sometimes when you go to concerts the moment. Home. And when you go to concerts, sometimes you just see all these iPhones and smartphones mm-hmm. up, and it kind of, like, you're watching the concert through, you know, the person right in front of you's fucking screen. It was really nice right. just not to see a sea of screens and just be there. Ooh, it's like olden times. I love that. Yeah, Just really, so truly nice.
0: experiencing it. That's really good. I love that. Well, yeah. Madonna, stay stay you with your weird eye patch. Did um, she get button plants? Looking... Is that a real thing?
1: What? Button plants? Oh, I didn't see. She does... Yes. She does do. Sometimes when she dances, or she does like an old lady dance. Sometimes she like shrugs her arms and shoulders back and forth like a jig. Oh. <laughs> oh god! And it's weird because she's like, I started off as a dancer, and she does like if you go back and even watch like her on her confessions, you know, like yeah. music videos, like she just does weird dances. Or like when she did that know, dance off with Britney in that one video, Britney's like dancing hardcore, and she's rolling around on the ground like a beach ball. I know. <laughs>
0: It's Madonna. She's not like a
1: trained dancer. Well, that's what I thought she was. Didn't she go to? She was in New York to be a dancer. That's what I thought. Like, well, I okay. mean, did she become a dancer? Oh, true. She's like, this is what I think <laughs> dances. So they're like, why don't you just sing? We'll court out something for you. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Like, there's mm-hmm. one video where she's like cage dance fighting, and they're doing all this choreography, and she's going back to what she knows and rolling around like a beach ball. Madonna, man. She likes to do a yoga pose instead of a dance Sick. move, you that's know? So That's it, exactly. Like, we get it, you're some, bendy. But she's like, look at all people, this yoga I do. She knows her strengths, James. She does, right. <laughs> she's like, yoga can be danced too. So, those are my reviews. That's what I saw. See what you need to see. James see what about you don't. Town. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what you giggling about? Giggle, box. I'm laughing at. You know, you counting me in. Okay. In I love it. Still, I love 199 episodes in. Still get you a yes. Still get to giggle. And I still gives me a little giggle. 199 episodes. Like I know. You know. It's a. It's a
0: movement. You know. It's ups and downs and all arounds and mostly
1: giggles and fun. Mostly giggles Did and fun. you Like fun. that. I
0: made it up on. We hit it up on the
1: spot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> next week we're gonna just do a celebration of 200 episodes in. We're just gonna let our hair down and get together and yeah, talk it out. And yeah. It's like sitting by Have the campfire. Have an announcement, but yeah. you know, yeah, saving I think it. it's gonna be really good. I think it's gonna be yeah, really saving cute. saving the
0: announcement. Come back. Come back. Okay. So can you believe that
1: 200 episodes? I can't that, even yeah. like
0: wrap my brain around it. I love that you came back like we
1: hadn't already talked because. about it. <laughs> we earned it was like it on to the next thing like okay no news but Can I can't
0: help it tonight? I can't believe it 200 is nuts there's many shows you know that what? did
1: not last 200 episodes no many shows no. both podcasts and not we have more episodes than exactly. Scandal we have well ooh not as many episodes as 9020 because once we hit 200 and pass them, oh. then then we will have
0: uh, no. we could go into um syndication. We can.
1: So if your local affiliate <laughs> in Iowa is looking for something on, I don't know, channel three, um, they yes. could just put a picture of us and play these episodes. That'd be so silly. <laughs> some
0: will be dated, some will not. Oh my god. You know.
1: Absolutely. But you know what? All treasures put us in the African American history treasure museum because we are a part of african-american history yeah well we need to be on the top floor yes we should <laughs> who do we need to talk to being on the top floor of that's because that's where they put all the hello. New Obama, stuff. can you get us in Hi. there oprah hello I, I mean obama's not doing anything right now he's retired so come on our oh, show that's right he's yeah i know that'd be nice yeah. Love it. okay so um you can also tweet at us at minority corner yeah
0: tweeted us at minority corner with a k we can also
1: corner e- kids playground on facebook yeah the facer books is the happening also you can mm-hmm. email us anything well like not anything Like not like spam but you can ask us we questions. don't want your dicks No, I've had enough of those from the airdrops. I got so many digital dick pics from people through airdrop. I had to switch to a Google Pixel. So you're welcome. You did this to me
0: what clouds are you walking through?
1: Because I need to avoid that. It happens on the subway. People send digital dick pics. What? A digital flasher. I've told, yes. What the fuck? Is that a real thing? Oh my God. You know, this was to happen when you were in pre- on maternity leave. Yes. I was getting digitally oh flashed on the subway. Not once. I'm, but several times, I'm playing Words with Friends with Aunt Sharon, and then bam, it's like Johnny Tsunami wants to send you wow. dick pics, and you know I love dick pics. But not when I'm like playing Words with Friends with Aunt Sharon, and then this just like yeah, pops you gotta up. switch gears. It was too much. That's a rough gear to switch, and that and, okay, kid just kept cu- like it just kept popping up like new dick pics, no! right? I felt like a sorority girl <laughs> in a horror movie, and I just was like, who's no! doing this to me? <laughs> Who is it? Is it you? Is it you, old lady? Sick fuck, old lady. Get laugh on this (laughs) yeah it was i hadn't been that scared Uh, since i saw tara reed in a production of cabaret it was terrifying Okay, yeah, I've heard about this production. Okay. Okay, well, uh, all right. A... Big thanks to uh, Anake and James. Yeah, big thanks to
0: James.
1: <laughs> Did you just thank yourself? Well, I didn't think you were going to. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay, <and> a big, <laughs> thanks to you know, a big thanks to Winnie. You know, big thanks to Winnie, and a big thanks to all of you for listening to Minority Corner. Because we're wait, together. <laughs> two hundred episodes. Really, <laughs> we're not ready yet.
0: Because together. I mean, we inter- <laughs> We introduced that late into the two hundred episodes.
1: That's true. <laughs> uh, but together, we're, we're the, the majority. majority. Nailed
0: it. Bye.